Home. It is more than four walls and a roof. Home is a feeling. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and I believe that home is the most important place on the planet. Here, I dive into all things home, whether it's tips from my latest DIY project or interviews that examine what gives a house that something special. Join me as I get to the heart of the home. Okay, we have our design team here today. We're going to be talking about one of our past projects, one of our biggest projects we've ever done, Project Desert Escape. This was a vacation home in the desert of southern Utah, and we all have decided we're inviting ourselves over because we love how it turned out so much. The heart of the home continues in just a moment. Hey guys, I'm jumping in for a minute to tell you about today's sponsor, Stag Design. Stag Design gives you beautiful products you can mix and match effortlessly to create your perfect home. Use the code Heart of the Home for $10 off your next purchase. At Stag Design, we believe home is what we make it. You can find us at stagdesignshop.com. That's Stag with two G's. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello. <laughs> we have Meg and Melissa in the house. We're going to be talking about Project Desert Escape. When we did this project, let's look back to doing this project. This was a long distance project. I think people are sometimes surprised that we work on projects remotely. So let's talk about what it's like working on a project that's far away. Meg? Um, It's definitely a little bit different because you have to travel to the site. So we did a couple of initial site visits where we took a lot of pictures And normally we take a lot of pictures, but we take very in-depth pictures of everything. We take dimensions, uh, we grab the floor plans, and then we do really in-depth conversations, design meetings about what we want to do with the space and how we want to change it and just really get into the inner workings of the current home because we can't go see it every single day like we could here. Also, we were managing construction down there. It was a remodel project. Mm-hmm. So we had to scout out contractors and sources down there. And now I feel like the next project that we do down there will be really a lot simpler mm-hmm. because we did all the groundwork of finding good contractors and, and getting those sort of in line. So we're we're well equipped to handle many more projects in Southern Utah at this point. But it's hard because you're you, we have really high standards and we're trying to find contractors that fit within those standards remotely. But I feel like luckily we found some really great contractors that we were able to trust while we were down there. I think another thing that we did that really helped us is that we hired a design assistant mm-hmm. in Southern Utah. Let's talk about what we had them do (laughs) remotely. Uh, We had her just kind of go to the house, check on everything, take photos, give us updates. We also had just like the house manager, which ended up helping us a lot, who was going to the house anyways, just let people in. But having a house manager or a project manager or assistant be there to oversee project details and having someone be there when the tile is being installed or the wallpaper and checking to make sure that it is just as it would be if we were there is really key to making sure that the project is just as perfect. Let's talk about what the project looked like before, the before. Melissa, you're laughing. (laughs) Tell me your impressions about what it was like before. For sure. So yeah, when we 
you know, first of the site visit, took pictures and everything. I mean, it wasn't awful, but it definitely needed a lot of work. Um, there were some things that were awful. Yeah. There, there definitely were some things that were awful. Um, you know, walking into the main entry, family room and kitchen, just a lot of the lighting didn't go. It was, you know, it wasn't cohesive. Um, in the kitchen, we were able to redo tile work and the furniture just, it needed a lot of work. And I think, you know, just kind of seeing the before and after was so amazing. Yeah, the house kind of had like a, how do you describe it? A glammy kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Like everything was like shiny and iridescent and a lot of chrome, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> a lot of like silver metallic. It was bizarre because it it's in the desert, right? Mm -hmm. And you'd think that it would pull from, which is what we did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we pulled from nature a lot because the views were so amazing. But I am like still so baffled about some of the choices. And here's the thing is that I try, I really want to be careful because it's clear they had hired a designer so this this was some other designer who who put a lot of work and care into designing this house for these clients, the previous owners. Their aesthetic was clearly just not the aesthetic of our clients or what we wanted to turn the house into. I don't think we can talk about before without mentioning some of the wallpaper choices that were in there. Meg, why don't you describe the wallpaper? The wallpaper uh, was something that you looked at in one of the bedrooms. It was this purple geometric, but you looked at it and thought that it was 3D. If you had done a bunch of drugs uh -huh. and walked into a bedroom, I imagine that's <laughs> yeah. what the walls would yeah. do to your head. And the light fixtures that went with it. Yeah. They were like these globe, like almost Disneyland looking like little ball. Bubble, they looked like bubble gum. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think like a bubble gum machine? Multicolored bubble gum lights with this like psychedelic, like purple 3D looking wallpaper. That was not 3D when you went and touched it. No, it was flat, but it would mm -hmm. like give you the worst headache when you mm -hmm. were looking at it because you're like, is it 3D? Is it not? Is it an optical illusion and I'm going to keep walking into it even though it's a wall? <laughs> Like I could not figure it out. I remember yeah. one night I was there, I was over, I was over there working on the project, but way before install. It was a, one of the trips we had taken down there, and I remember just like staring at it. And I and then a, a minute or two goes by, and I'm like, "How long have I been standing here staring at this <laughs> wallpaper? You get lost in trying it. to figure <laughs> it out. It was so weird. There was also this wallpaper um, in the upstairs powder room. And I would best describe it as being in the belly of a snake. Mm -hmm. If you were in the middle of a snake <laughs> and you looked around, that's what it looked like. Yeah, it was a very claustrophobic <laughs> and it was really a very tall ceiling, like seriously, 11 foot minimum tall ceiling powder. And it was like kind of an octagon shaped powder. So you really did feel like you were in the belly of a snake and then the pattern just emphasized it. It was and it had almost like a metallic sheen to it. It was, yeah, the so wallpaper weird. was something. And then after we installed, we actually found some of it in the mudroom closet afterwards. And we were a little, I think, a little PTSD after that. Yeah. We were like, what are we going to do with this wallpaper? Mm -hmm. Torch yeah. it. Yeah. Torch Get rid of it. it. Get rid of it. Yep. Melissa, why don't you talk about the direction that we headed then? What 
sort of our we in our in our firm we call it we have like a directional meeting with the clients where we put together where we want the house to go. Talk about that direction that we ended up going. We took a more southwestern modern um, direction and moved for the overall house and just pulling elements that made sense to where the house was. It's It was in St. George, Utah. So pulling elements that worked for that area. For example, for the wallpaper, we pulled some really cute cactus print wallpaper for the powder bath and use some of our own for the basement um, bedroom where it had before. And just kind of all throughout the house, we were able to transform it with, you know, different woods and um, using really cool rugs and artwork. And um, even the tile in the kitchen was probably one of my favorites, both upstairs and downstairs. Yeah, it feels, it feels organic and Southwestern without being too themey. You Mm -hmm. know, I think sometimes you walk in homes that are cabins or you walk in homes that are vacation homes and it's like uh, over the top, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you walk in a cabin and there's like moose heads everywhere and and pine tree wallpaper and it's like so literal. Mm -hmm. We really tried not to go too literal, almost like a little nod to the Southwest, but not over the top. Mm-hmm. That being said, we did have a few things that that were really literal, like cactus, right? We, we had some potted cactus in there. Yeah, it, it's a fine line between tasteful, tastefully going in a in a direction that makes home for, sense for the home, and and not going so far that it feels cheesy or themey. I'm yeah, not a, I'm not sure. a themey kind yeah. of person. <laughs> we did have um some fun, I think Southwest nods, the garland in the kids' room was like one of my favorite things mm-hmm. that we found. It was like this little wooden hand-painted like cactus sun. What else did it have on it? Like desert feel, this mm-hmm. little garland. so cute. Yeah, this little garland that we put on the teepee down there. And we also found this really cute play stuffed plush cactus where like little animals would come out of yeah. it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think we did a really good job of balancing that like – Yes, we're in the desert and, and it needs to feel like the desert, but at the same time, not making it like a Disney themed desert hotel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are your favorite rooms now mm. that it's finished? I love probably the upstairs uh, den. I love the fact that we painted the whole room that darker, kind of like almost a bluish gray and then added some brass tones to it. And just accessorize that space. But in general, I kind of love the whole upstairs, like kitchen, great room, dining area. I think that it turned out so well. It has beautiful views. And we really just kind of used some of the existing furniture. But then the scale was kind of off. So we added in some bigger scale items. We changed out the lighting. We added in some really nice organic tile for the kitchen different artwork, just a nice big rug. Some of the rugs in there were just not the right scale and didn't have any interesting print on them. So just those were the spaces that I think we added really nice rich colors and just different textures that really warmed up the space and made it a lot more interesting. I agree with you. I feel like that, that room, that big great room with the kitchen and the 
you know, the sofas of different textures and the fire, and then you can open up the doors all the way open. So you look out over the the views. I just, it's, it's a real showstopper. It's breathtaking. Mm. What are your favorite spaces? I think mine are similar. The upstairs dining in the family room. There was one night we were installing and the sun was setting and it was perfect. Like everything just looked like it was coming together and it was beautiful. Just the location and just, you know, all the different textures in the family room. It was really pretty. Yeah. As much as I love the upstairs though, I like equally love the downstairs yeah. family room. Yeah, the downstairs room. family and room the downstairs kitchen. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the pattern in the kitchen. I love it. It has like this large scale geometric Southwest feeling tile in the mm-hmm. kitchen backsplash. And I also just love the furnishings down there. They're really comfortable. They feel laid back. They feel a bit moodier than the upstairs space does. I mean, I think all of us would love to like move in there. <laughs> and just like invite ourselves over and just stay there for an extended period of time. It's so funny because we we finished this home and then a couple of months went by and then the pandemic hit and our clients retreated to their home in St. George. And I would see them like post these pictures and it would like make me so happy because mm-hmm. I think where else is a better place to spend a pandemic than mm-hmm. at this home. It was it felt like such a sanctuary. And I also got to see how the house functioned with a family actually living there. And I was so proud of how it functioned. You know, they had to do homeschool. They had to work from home. They had to do all these things that they were just kind of like thrown into. And the way that we had designed the house totally accommodated that. You know, we had some built-in desks in the hallway downstairs where the kids would sit and do their homework. The front um, den area, though they told us they didn't need an office, we still put like a table in there so they could play games or whatever. That became the working space. They they both worked from there. So I was just, I was very proud of how the house functioned. And also they got to swim Mm -hmm. and watch movies while the rest of us kind of we're, we're locked up in our houses. I, I was a little bit jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was mm-hmm. pretty awesome to watch. What would you guys say to a client who's maybe not in Salt Lake but wants to work with us about what that process is like? I would say don't be intimidated and think it's not possible because it's like e-design is not the same thing as doing remote projects. Um, it's definitely super doable and it's we pretty much do the exact same thing as what we do here. We just take a couple of different steps that we tweak and you get the exact same project and we can make your work, you know, do the exact same thing. We just take more pictures. We take more in-depth process of elimination on all the different steps while we are there and bring it back here and we take a little bit more trips out there. But even though we're not seeing it every single day like we would if it was here, you're still getting the same results. Yeah, I think it's it's such a better finished product when you have a design team focused on your project rather than just doing e-design. Mm-hmm. You never get quite the same finished results when you're doing e-design. Mm-mm. You just don't. No. Though we do have this service called design coaching that's kind of like an in-between. 
I just am, I, I don't think e-design is a great product personally. Mm-hmm. I think those have finished spaces just never feel all the way to me, but design coaching is kind of a, a, a hybrid, if you will. It's kind of like the in-between where we're still kind of coaching you through your project and you, so you have some of those hands-on, but you're able to, to keep the cost down by ordering some of the stuff yourself. But again, I just think there's no replacement for that full service design experience. What would you say to clients, Melissa? Yeah, I think I would say the same, that it's totally doable. Um, there might be a couple of things that we tweak just since, you know, we're not doing site visits every week, you know, at your house. But I think just not being intimidated by it, just making sure that there's great communication because we want you to love your space and we're going to work really hard to make it the best. So, Okay. If you want to learn more about our design services or you want to check out more of Project Desert Escape, head over to the blog stagdesign.com. You can find our portfolio and also some more information about our design process. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Jennifer Stagg, and you've been listening to The Heart of the Home. I hope you'll subscribe, review, and rate this podcast, and tune in next episode for more Heart of the Home. Thank you so much for listening.